Eh, Bruce, you've never done the opening thing before. Yeah. You know, the please note bit. Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? Can I? Can I? I'll I'll make it sound like you're on a phone. I'll make it sound like you're on a phone like everyone else. Go for it, dude. (laughs) Okay. Please note, this show is entirely supported by you, the listener. Without your kind donations, we simply could not produce this podcast. If you want to keep hearing more from us, please visit patreon.com forward slash brewdog news for a really cool way to help us. I like how you went into a radio voice. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 21 of the Brewdog News Podcast. This has been recorded on the 2nd of April 2019, where your fortnightly source for the latest news, views, thoughts, and reviews from the world of Brewdog and craft beer. This show is hosted by myself, Robert Cooper, and voiceover man Bruce Cameron. And joining us from his latest business trip or holiday or something or other, he's certainly not at home, it's Andrew Watson. Hello, everyone. Hey, Andrew. Coming up on this special guide to the AGM, we run through everything you need to know ahead of one of the biggest weekends in craft beer. Uh, I'll take you around all the Crabadine craft beer bars for an exclusive chat with the bar managers. We run through the must-do event that you need to be looking out for at the AGM itself. And of course, we'll be talking about backpacks. Yay! Standard disclaimer time, we are all shareholders in BrewDog PLC, but we do not work for or speak on behalf of BrewDog. So, without further ado, let's play some AGM theme music! You can either sit on the sidelines and be passive, or you can take an active stand. It's amazing to be a part of something that's not just changing the face of beer, but business too. Hi, this is Martin Vicky. Hey, this is T. Hey, this is James. This is the Brew Dog News Podcast. Brew Dog News Podcast. James Watt, Martin Dickey. This is diabolical. Absolutely diabolical. Hi, hi, Brew Dog News Podcast. It's Blackie here for our mailroom again. And a huge shout out to all our new Patreon supporters this week, but especially our two top tier supporters, Aidan Innes and Neil, if I can say your names right. Thank you, Innes. Thank you, Neil. And uh, thank you to Bruce for recording our intro there. That That's was, never uh, happened before. I thought you were great. Oh, Right, gentlemen, we're going to keep this short and sweet because people have busy lives. Bruce, how are you, buddy? How's things? I'm good. Back to work today. Um, it's the school holidays now, so uh, I took the kids to work, which was fun. What, to like a courthouse? No, actually, it was Alice in Wonderland I was doing today. But uh, yeah, that would have been funny, taking them into... Did, did they get paid? Were they actually useful? <laughs> no, I did nothing today. <laughs> but Andrew, did they which... get paid? Like, send them down yeah, the mines yeah. or something? No? Yeah, no, no. no not Andrew, which country are you in? I'm in London. Oh, very good. So. You're not at home, though. You're in uh, somewhere looks swanky. Yeah, I'm squatting. I've, because we're trying to get this out quickly, I'm sort of hot desking <laughs> while I'm out for the evening. So, uh, yeah, two more working days before AGM time. Cannot wait. A different format to our usual shows this episode, as we're going to be focused solely on this weekend's AGM, which is going to be held on Saturday and Sunday in Aberdeen at the AECC. Mm -hmm. It's going to be attended by around 12,500 people, I reckon, over the two days, uh, and we've got all the details you need. I've been to six of the craft beer bars in Aberdeen and chatted with the managers. Each interview is about three to four minutes long, so um, let's just play our first one now, and then we'll come back to you and start talking about attending the AGM itself. Cask is my first stop, so Dan, you have got the amazing pleasure of being the first one on the podcast to talk about what's happening in the bar over the weekend. Are you excited as I am for this week ahead? Oh yeah, it's always like Christmas come early for uh, for us in the craft beer scene, so... 
to have like thousands of people descending upon the city and like checking out what's going on in all the little community of bars that we've crafted in the city is just wonderful. Um, so f- this year we uh, decided that we're going to do a Wylam Tap Takeover. Well, anyone who knows me knows how much I rave about Wylam, that they're my favourite brewery and all the what have you. So I've been badgering the bosses for a considerable length of time. So we've been putting together this whole thing since like January. We've got a few special things. Um, we've got Jake Head, Take You the Rake, your classics. We've got a Advocate Salvation for the sake, uh, for purpose of clarity, the co-op with Kirkstall. We've got Final Pulse, which is a very recent release. Verdeeping Nil, which is a double IPA co-op with Verdant. Uh, a rebrew of Imperial Macchiato. A Warning to the Curious, Salted Orange Porter co-op with Ta'ul. Uh, what else have we got? No Superficial Damage, which is like a blueberry and vanilla version of Macchiato, I believe. Breakfast Porter it was sold to me as, so that's an instant sell. Uh, but we also have I had some interesting things sitting about in the cellar that I was saving for a spe- for like a special occasion, and of course, see, since you've got thousands of craft beer fans arriving in the city, gotta treat them. So I've got four evil twins. I've got a keg of even more Jesus. I've got the pure and simple IPAs, rarely pure and never uh, never simple. Every day, once a day, give yourself an IPA, uh, uh, and I don't know how to put this, but this IPA is kind of a big deal. But I had a few more extra wines that weren't our permanent wines, so I also have a keg of Rodenbach Vintage. Well, I've got a couple of kegs of Rodenbach Vintage, actually. I've got Straff Hendrik Quad and uh, Oud Beersel Creek and Lambic. So we've got 17 beers all going on in the one day. It's going to be a tough time. I'm going to be coming in at like 4 or 5 in the morning to start cleaning wines and shifting kegs about, but it'll all be worth it in the end. The most amazing thing is you just did that entire two-minute monologue without any bits of paper. You've just done all that off the top of your head. I spent so much. I spent so much time like poring over these details and like hunting for kegs, speaking to suppliers and stuff. So, like, it's all just burned into my frontal lobes permanently. Oh, <laughs> it sounds amazing. Uh, we should probably mention as well a few changes at the bar, some some little cosmetic ones. I'm trying to remember if you had the big screens before the last AGM or when they came in. I think maybe it was last AGM. Uh, they were definitely here for last AGM. We got those in December 2017, so it was just like four months prior to uh, AGM last year. We also did like the whole refurbishment, lick of paint and everything at the time. But this week just passed. Uh, we were also closed for a couple of days. Totally refurbished our cellar kit. So we gave a couple of like spot paintings to like little bits that were needing a little bit of care and attention just to have the place nice and presentable. And now with the new cellar kit, all the beers are pouring colder and tastier than ever. So just in the nick of time, really. Okay, we've talked beer. Uh, let's make sure we tick all the boxes for cask. Of course, it's not just about beer, craft beers here. Um, tell us about the other things people can expect if they've not been here before. Well, the name of the bar is an anagram of Cigars Ale Scotch Coffee. No, but that'd be an acronym. It's an acronym, <laughs> sorry. It's an acronym of Cigars Ale Scotch Coffee. So we have about 400 whiskies in the back bar. We also have, I believe, Scotland's only walk-in humidor located within the bar. We've got over 200 varieties of cigar in there. So for anyone with a bit more like an extra depth of palate that fa- or just fancies trying something, that's always an option. The staff are fairly knowledgeable and be able to guide you through if you don't know what it is exactly you're looking for. I always make sure they're well kept. <laughs> we take great pride in knowing what we're talking about for the most part. 
Dan, um, that's brilliant. I think you're going to have a huge amount of people wanting to get in the door. So, uh, yeah, um, like you say, it's no sleep this this weekend coming, but best of luck. So, um, really just, just sounds fantastic. Excellent. Thank you very much, Robert. Pleasure to speak to you as always. And thanks again there to Dan. Let's get some of the basics out of the way. Bruce, yes, tell people indeed. the key facts. The key facts for this weekend is AGM is on Saturday and Sunday, the 6th and 7th of April. It kicks off at 11 o'clock in the morning and closes up at 11 o'clock on the Saturday. And on Sunday, it's a noon kickoff with a 10 o'clock finish. So, <coughs> excuse me, as far as we're aware, Saturday is completely sold out, but there are still tickets available for Sunday. So, if you haven't got anything yet, you can still look for Sunday tickets. Yeah, which I did is quite check. Nice. I checked with Cam on that one. I've sent him an email just before we started recording, but he didn't get back to me. So I'm assuming, and I checked earlier, there are still tickets available. So the word, in the, word on the street that I kind of saw was it was about 75% tickets had gone, which is quite a good number. It is. It thought, really is, yeah. Um, and I think that would give you enough people, but yet nice amount of space and kind of without being crammed. Cool. Anyway, tickets are £15, which you get £15 worth of beer tokens and a very nice plastic cup, which is reusable. Um, I think it's the same one as we had down at uh, Metro Mayhem. And if it is the same, I think it's a polycarbonate type. Yeah, yeah it's nice because obviously 60-odd thousand plastic cups being thrown away is no laughing matter. No, absolutely. So, yeah, no, that's nice. And you will need your ticket. Now, you can either print that one out or have it on your phone for scanning as you go in. Yeah, your EFP card and ID, if there's even a chance of you getting asked for your proof of age, which... Have you I, got yours, Bruce? Because I think you're at risk. I <laughs> No. I've, I'm, I'm you bat your eyelashes. I've got, and see. I've, I've, got my, I've got my nail varnish on. But no, the, the, the EFP card, I don't have You my, don't need ID for nail varnish. That's oh, just you your choice. Oh, I see. Right, okay. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but yes, um, we, we should get in this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, let's start <clears throat> off um, this segment with probably one of the most important things, the tap list. Andrew, the most important thing. Yeah, go for it. I've been looking at this really excitedly. There are so many beers, so what I thought I would do is take the tap list as it stands, and just to remind everyone, this is being recorded on Tuesday evening, so there's probably more beer coming up, and to be honest, the best stuff, particularly from Brewdog, may be yet to be announced. Just in the last couple of hours, we've had an Anarchist Alchemist announced, Barrel Aged oh, yeah. Albino Squid Assassin, Barrel Aged Clown King, so that's just a taster yes. from Brewdog. But what I thought I'd do, I, I figure... Most of our listeners will be quite up to speed with Brewdog beers, especially listening over the past few weeks. So I took a look at everything on the untapped list and then sorted by top rated worldwide. Okay. So shall we get excited with the top 10? Yep. Go for do it. Have, do you want to do the Top of the Pops music or something? Do, 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 You can stop doing that now. That's fine, Bruce. Thank you very much, mate. So number 10 is from Speciation, and to be honest, all Speciation beers are worth a look. Number 10 is Gram Positive, which is a sour that has local microflora fermented in neutral charred oak barrels, refined with Concord grapes. So that sounds interesting. Number totally nine. In on that one. That sounds good. Yep, Bruce, not for you. Um, number nope. nine is from The Answer. You have to check out The Answer this weekend. Really, really strong stuff. Number nine is door-to-door glycol salesman from them, which is an imperial double New England IPA. 
This list is updating all the time, by the way, so when you look at the list, it will be different. It's updated twice in the last hour. It's people drink the beers and check them in. Number eight is the Glycol Technician, which is a double New England IPA, also from The Answer. Number seven, Polymorphism, which is another speciation artisan ale. This is a barrel-aged dark sour with cinnamon, vanilla, and honey. It's 10% ABV, so strong, but one of the weaker ones in this top 10. Number six, March of Progress, which is another sour from Speciation. This is a further-aged golden sour with rhubarb and Ugandan vanilla. Only 66 cases were produced, so that one is worth checking out. We're into the top five, and it's Brewdog at number five. Barrel-aged Radio Zombie Phone-In. This is a big beer. 14.2% Russian Imperial Stout. Those who had referrals from EFP5... Um, some of the winners on that competition will have got the regular Radio Zombie phone-in and some who got more referrals will have got the barrel Age version. Uh, I've tried the barrel Age nice. version, it is big. Good. At number four, just missing out on the podium, is from Jackie O's. They're from Columbus, aren't they? Are they? Possibly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> huh? That's me. I only host this thing, I don't need to know anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jackie O's. Yeah, 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 that's him. That's, that's, that's him. Is that, that, is that not, is not she, Jackie? Oh, yeah, that, that's a fella. <laughs> oh, sake, Bruce. Right, Andrew, let's, let's try that one again. So at number four, just missing out on the podium position, is Jackie O's, one of Ohio's hey. favourites. I think people on the, the Brewdog Airlines tried a fair bit of Jackie O's. It's another Russian Imperial Stout. This one a bit lighter than Radio Zombie Phoning, 11.5%. Into the top three, and no surprises that Speciation are there with Hopeful Monster, which is, unsurprisingly, another one of their sours. This one's further aged Solaris Sour Ale with black currants. And the top two, amazingly, are both occupied by the answer. The second highest rated beer is Triple Three Scoops, which is a sour designed as a liquid sorbet with passion fruit, lemonade and mango. And the number one rated beer on Untapped for the AGM, as things stand of what is announced as of this Tuesday evening, is Jinxy Cat from the answer, which is an imperial milk or sweet stout it's 11%. It's a decadent imperial milk stout with tons of toasted coconut and Swiss chocolate almond coffee to create a flavour profile reminiscent of a liquid almond joy. So that's your top 10. A couple of other highlights though. Um, from Brewdog, we've got P- Paradox Isla will be there. Mm, Barrel Age nice. Albino Squid Assassin. Um, Deep Slumber, which is the Imperial or double strong porter with Buxton. It's a collaboration that is well worth a try. I've heard really good things about that. Um, and a couple on the overwork side of things too. Uh, the the big one there is Hocus Pocus. Very limited in stock. You'll have heard about it on episode 20. Um, so that's worth finding. And a couple of the ones that weren't in wide circulation like Wave Machine. So... Tons of beer to try, and we didn't even talk about the other breweries. There's Little Earth Project, Hawks will have some cider, uh, there's going to be Duggars, Cloudwater. Uh, Cloudwater there, yep, Buxton, Boundary, there's tons and tons more to go up as well. Excellent. Well, I need to test the swear machine, so uh, I'm just going to give my reaction to this. <coughs> F- 
Yeah, I needed to test that because I've got Squiddy on later, so uh, I'm definitely going to have to use some beeping technology later on. Right, well, um, while everyone recovers from that, um, God, I mean, but just what? Anyway, while I'm everyone recovers from that, the list. I, know, I know, I mean, no. Yeah, I remember, I remember last year all I did was just drink one beer and that was Double Heathen from Northern Monk. It, utterly amazing. Um, didn't move from that spot and just stayed with it. Felt great the next yeah. day, but yeah. <laughs> No, you and, didn't. I, mean, I remember the state of you the next day. You were absolutely dying. No, that was I'm just looking before. at the forum. Well, I'm, oh, yeah. Well, I'm just looking at the forum, and Dog H is there as well, which I think is going to be 16 plus percent. So, yeah. oh, this is going to be Sunday. At 3 oh no! <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. let's uh, let's catch up with the next one of our interviews. Uh, as you well know, if you get off the bus or the train, you're going to be going past the Craftsman. I think I mentioned that right at the start of the audio. Here we go over to the Craftsman. Okay, you've arrived in Aberdeen for the AGM. Uh, you've got off the bus or the train, and you're walking up towards one of the Brewdog bars, and it would be insanely rude not to stick your head in the door of the beautiful, and by far the most beautiful bar, The Craftsman. Uh, I'm here with Stuart. Stuart, how are you today? Good afternoon. I'm not bad. Thanks for asking. Very good. Um, tell us about what beers you've got on this weekend. Let's start there, first of all. So we're going to be kicking off on the Friday with a Northern Monk Tap Takeover. So we're going to have at least eight of their kegs on, including some of the nice core range ones, but also sticking in some sneaky specials by them. Uh, Northern Monk, wow. Um, Tell us about some of the beers that you're getting from them. So on the sour side of things, we have Farewell Tangerina. That is a patron's project with Lucy Ketchen. Uh, we have a milkshake pina colada IPA. That's another patron's project. It's called Getting Caught in the Rain. Coming in at 7.4% should be a delight. We then have a, a nice um, aspect of the sour side is the pale ales and sour IPAs. So we have Guava Have Faith, which is uh, going to be delicious, I'm sure. And, um, yeah, so look out for those ones. Uh, we should actually mention that I think we were trying to work it out, but I think the taps had literally just gone in for the AGM last year. But as I'm looking out, is it 16 taps you've got now? 16, yeah. We got them in just in time for uh, AGM last year. So, yeah, we're going to be christening them in style, one year anniversary. Perfect. Uh, so, other than Northern Monk, what else is happening over the weekend? Uh, so we will have live music both nights um, so live music will be running from 9pm on Friday and Saturday and also if you fancy a more chilled out vibe on a Sunday evening just to wind down we have uh, music from 6pm Yeah, so Craftsman is not just about the beer of course uh, it's an important part of the place but I think it's fair to say that the coffee selection is looking absolutely stunning at the moment can't think of a better way to shift a hangover tell us about uh, what else you've got on here so, yeah, we specialise in single-origin coffees. At any given time, um, fully stocked, we'll have at least 10 to 12 origins to choose from. Uh, we roast them on site. Um, you can buy the beans takeaway, or um, you can have a nice little flat white whilst uh, contemplating which beer you might have. And also, and what, what's your food offering at the moment, Stuart? So we offer a good range of uh, breakfast items, um, so cooked breakfasts and sandwiches, and um, or maybe just a, a fruit scone with some jam and cream. 
Uh, we also have some uh, daily specials, uh, including uh, a salad, um, some little pot pies or a seasonal poke bowl. Are there any other beers on this weekend that you think might attract people's attention? Yet yeah, on Saturday night we will be opening up our taps to Brasserie Fantôme from Belgium. Um, they have some really special beers. Uh, we're going to be pouring a Saison Simcoe, uh, their 30th anniversary, and um, one that's called Chocolate. And they're all styles of Saison. Lovely. Right. Uh, before I go, I'm going to go and grab one of those fine-looking bits of cake you've got over there. So, uh, Stuart, thank you so much for your time, buddy, and uh, I'll be catching you over the weekend. You're very welcome. Have a good weekend. There we go. And thank you very much to the lovely folks at the Craftsman, and uh, I did have some nice cake. When I was up there last year, I enjoyed the Craftsman. It's a nice it's a nice place. Mind you, it was lunchtime. I think, I think it's the prettiest of the craft beer bars, uh, without a shadow yeah. of a doubt, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, run through some do's and don'ts. There's Ooh. quite a lot here, so let's take it in turns. We'll start with the do's. Uh, I'll do the first one. Okay. Do, as we already mentioned, bring along your ticket paper or on your phone. Absolutely. And also, do bring your EFP card. Now, I was going to say, I don't have my EFP card at all. I've got a photograph of it. That's fine. You can show okay. your page from brewdog.com that shows your number Perfect. of shares. Cool. And if you've got that, do remember your ID as well. Don't assume that because you look a bit haggard that the staff will let you in. <laughs> it will be challenge 25. If you're under 40, you should probably bring your driver's license or your passport just to be sure. Yes. And take it from me. Do not try any stunts like, do you know who I am with them? It doesn't go down very well. Did you actually do that? Did you actually do that? No, do I didn't do that. I didn't do you that. Sure. I did argue with them, but I didn't do that. <laughs> anyway. did, did you say you're on shareholder business or I'm on podcast business? I'm on shareholder business, yeah. Uh, there is a cash machine uh, inside uh, the exhibition centre, but there is literally one. Um, so yeah. do bring along some cash with you. Uh, you can make card payments, you can buy cards, but it gets a bit messy. And if there's any issues with the technology, just this one time, bring some cash with you. Yep. Also, do you have a plan on how to get back home? You We've can... got a whole section on that coming up. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover that later on. But you, you, there are buses, there are obviously taxis you can get, and there is the walk back down King Street. So just have a wee plan and think about what time you're going to go. Do wear sensible footwear, especially if you're joining the walk on the way up. But there's a lot of standing around, and don't wear flip-flops or something unless you want to wash the beer off later, because there will be spillage. Yes. Do check out the bands. The times haven't been posted yet, but yeah, have uh, have a look at that. All the band list is out there, so um, yeah, check them out. I might just do one that you probably missed, Robert. Uh, do you actually take your tasting tickets with you? Thank you, Bruce. You did. I've got it in the wrong order. You carry on. So That's tasting fine. tickets. Yes, yeah. do take them. I, I don't have any this year. I um, decided not to go for them this year. But uh, if you do have and you've got tasting tickets, please have them with you. Yeah, I've cool. got Buxton and Cloudwater at quarter to 12, so that's going to be quite a wake-up, and I'll have already had a couple of empty <laughs> stouts by then. Um, do check out the Aberdeen bars. Um, you hear all about them on this episode. If you're travelling up on the Friday, even if you get up on the Friday evening, or even if you're just from Aberdeen and want a beery weekend, they're putting on amazing tap lists and events. Go out and support the Brewdog bars, Cask, Fierce, Six Degrees North, Craftsman, all these bars. Yep. Uh, do chat with the staff. Uh, honestly, yes. some of the Brewdog staff are some of the loveliest people in the world. Any questions you've got, they will help, and they're all really knowledgeable. So just just say hi. Yeah, and I think do listen to this podcast. Yes, I've done one. 
<laughs> Next one. Do note that soft drinks are available. You can't bring soft drinks in, but I believe you can bring in an empty bottle. Um, so fill yeah. that up at the drinking fountains. All the bars will have Nanny State available as well. So if you have the sort of mates who will peer pressure you into having a beer, there's no harm in sneaking a Nanny State in every couple of hours just yeah. to take it a bit easier. Um, and of course, I think there should be some popsicle parades, what you see the Blitz series as well. So the delicious beers, um, give them a go as well because... You might not want to remember the end of the night, but you do want to remember sort of one, two o'clock, and this yeah. <laughs> that tablet is a risk you don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, uh, remember that you can leave and come back in as long as you're not like boozy. Um, yeah, Andrew, you're uh, you you you're staying fairly close to the exhibition centre, so I imagine you're going to nip off for an afternoon nap at some point. Oh, just oh, we up the facilities. Well, I, I did this two years ago, and I, I had a brilliant evening because I had a quick nap, a big load of water, and used my own in-room lavatory instead of <laughs> facilities. We're a bit tired by then. Uh, any chance we can spoon? Um, no. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Bruce, next <coughs> yes. one. You've got this next one. You will likely to be filmed on the day. There will be cameras, and if, if we're outside, there'll, there'll probably be drones flying about. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just be aware that you will be filmed at some point. So, and bear in mind there will be bands playing. There'll be sound and lighting and smoke machines and strobe lighting in all probability. So if that's likely to impact you, uh, maybe talk to somebody on the door just to find out uh, when and if that is happening. Cool. Okay, let's move on to the don'ts. Unfortunately, yes. you cannot bring your pets to Aww. the AGM. No dogs. No cats. No ferrets. Or budgies. Or... Nope. Nope. Anacondas. That's a shit. <laughs> my anaconda this. My anaconda. <laughs> no, okay. I had to play that one night a couple of weeks ago. Somebody asked for it. Oh um, who's next? It's about no food or drink. So you can't, as, as Rob, you mentioned earlier on, you can't bring your own kind of soft drinks or drinking. You also can't bring your own food. There will be plenty of food trucks outside. So um, I'll probably run through a list of those very shortly and let you know what there is. Um, but yeah, just keep your keep your bags. We'll come to that as well. <laughs> keep them free of anything. Yeah. And also, don't bring your illicit substances. Whatever your vice may be, it's not welcome here. So don't bring anything, no drugs. You can't, as we said, bring food or drink or alcohol in. Don't bring any weapons. Don't bring your own homebrew. I know we all want to share, but save that for the Friday if you're going to the Saturday, or the Saturday if you're going to the Sunday. Um, don't bring any kind of penguin. Who wrote that? I, it can only be one person. <clears throat> I cut and paste <laughs> it from somewhere. All oh, right, and don't bring anything else you figure won't be welcome. So yeah, yeah anything that could be construed as a weapon, or uh, I mean, we're all an understanding crowd. But if you've got a really offensive T-shirt, you're probably best leaving it at home. Oh, speaking of which, I, speaking of which, I need to get my T-shirt sorted out for this um, Saturday. Oh, so do I. Yeah. Uh, Bruce, this next one's aimed at you. Don't get drunk. I'm actually been okay. Last last year, you you won't remember. Um, I was fine. yeah, I will remember. Yeah, and the year year before, I think I was. I think I was drunk by five o'clock. <laughs> you were, and in a hedge. We've talked about it before. Yes, yes. So don't get drunk. I was your one, was it? Yeah. But what to do is is keep di- dehydrated and don't get no. Don't keep get dehydrated. dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep di- keep hydrated. That's right. Sorry. Yes. Don't get dehydrated. So take an empty water bottle with you. And there are water stations, I think, that you can fill up with water and keep drinking water during the day. And don't forget to eat. The food is ace. 
Line yes. your stomach in the morning, good breakfast, um, but there's plenty of food options. And after kicking out time, there's a 24-hour McDonald's across the road. Perfect. And I think, Rob, you've got this last one. Yes, I do. Uh, I highly recommend that you take a moment to check out the AECC's policy on what you are and are allowed to bring in. Uh, one of the things that I discovered on there and got quite upset about was that uh, backpacks and suitcases are not allowed in the exhibition centre. Very small bags are, but not backpacks and suitcases. And also, uh, no matter how annoying the security staff are with the way they're implementing that ru- rule, please just respect them. Because otherwise, you might never get in. Bro, never get in. No, we never get in. We were all in the venue and he never got in. I took a sip of my beer and I knew that Rob was near, but he never get in. No, no, he never get in. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully this year we'll be fine. Hopefully. Uh, moving swiftly on, let's head to Fierce Bar now. I got a chat with the manager there. Um, they've got some amazing stuff going on, uh, including maybe, maybe the last ever barrel of the original, Very Big Moose. Mm. Okay, third stop today, uh, now at the lovely Fierce Bar. And I'm actually quite glad because this bar isn't even open just now. You don't open till four o'clock, so it's lovely and peaceful for us recording. Uh, Lee, you're the manager here. How's your day going so far? Yeah, not bad. Been pretty busy uh, preparing for all things AGM. Yeah, you, you said to me just before we started recording that like this week is, this last couple of weeks, should I say, has just been a bit crazy getting everything ready. So I suppose we should just fire straight in. There's one thing I want to ask about. That's very big moose. But before we get to that, let's run through what sort of events have you got going on and what special things. Not that they need it, but why should people be sticking their head in the door to Fierce Bar? Well, we've been very busy preparing sort of tap takeovers events for the whole weekend, as has everyone else in town, really. Um, from Thursday, we've got Pilot from Leith in Edinburgh. Um, it's a Meet the Brewer event. Well, meet the owner, actually, Patrick, who is infamous for his Twitter account, shall we say. Um, he's coming up, um, so we'll have eight Pilot beers on tap. Um, and then go straight into Friday, we'll have Duggies. Um, we'll have Tomaz from Duggies as well. So <clears throat> we've only got four Duggies beers, but they're all absolute crackers. So looking forward to that. I love how you say we've only got four oh. Duggies beers. Just, and, and saying it like you're apologetic. My God, sir. I mean, something. Oh, yes, anyway, carry on, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Um, and then Saturday and Sunday, we're celebrating our first birthday. So it'll be a year to the day on the Saturday that we opened the doors on the hardest soft opening ever for the AGM weekend. Um, and we're doing a 20-tap fierce takeover of all our rarest kegs. Um, we've got some special stuff lined up. Very nice. Now, you mentioned there's first birthday. It was this time last year, and we were looking through the windows a couple of nights before you opened and going, there is no way they're going to get this place open in time. But you did. The paint literally wasn't quite dry. Uh, but if people are coming along and this year they want to have a look at the bar, just give them a rough idea of what sort of changed in here. Um, well, first off, let's say the decor has totally changed. Um, there's no more sawdust on the floor um, there's paint on the walls there's actually you know the place has actually been decorated now we've got some new soft furnishings so there's a booth and some soft seating um, we've moved to fridges as well so they're at the end of the bar uh, it sort of looks a bit more 
I don't know, appealing over there, I'd say. Um, <clears throat> what else has changed? We've got paninis now. We offer cheese boxes. So we've got sort of light snacks for anyone that wants to soak up the insane amount of alcohol that's going to be going on. Awesome. And um, have you any ideas if either of the Daves or Aaron or Louise uh, are going to be around over the weekend? Will think they'll be sticking their head in the door? Um, I reckon you should expect to see Dave and Dave and Louise on a Friday. I believe Dave Grant is away to a beer festival on a Saturday, so he won't be around. But Louise will probably be collecting glasses on Saturday night. So she's volunteered herself to help out with the absolute carnage. Well, I promise I'm going to be impassed as well. And the last thing to mention, really, uh, you've got the very big moose t-shirt up on the wall there. Just first thing I noticed when I walked in. Tell us why there's something special happening with very big moose this weekend. Um, So we do have probably the last keg in existence of the original 2017 Collab Fest winner, the very big moose. Um... I have it on good authority that it's aged well, so fingers crossed it's going to be tasting awesome. As well as that, we've got kegs of the barrel-aged Very Big Moose, um, Very Big Moose Tonka, Very Big Moose Coconut, and we might have something else up our sleeves as well, but I'm not going to reveal that just now. Well, that's a damn good reason for people to come in past. Uh, Lee, amazing. Thank you so much for spending time. I'm definitely going to be in past over the weekend. One of my favourite bars in town, as you well know. So, uh, thanks again for your time, buddy, and very, very good luck to you over the next week and try and get some sleep when you can. Yep. Thank you very much. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Brilliant. Lovely stuff from Fierce. I will be in past. Um, right, events. It is. It is, and it's really improved now. Um, I don't know when the last time you... When was the last time you up? It was Beatnik, wasn't it, Andrew? Beatnik, yeah. It's yeah. changed big time. Yeah, really improved. Good. Um, events and timings is our next section. We've already mentioned the opening times of the event itself, 11 till 11 on Saturday and 12 midday to 10 p.m. on Sunday. There's going to be a lot going on in the AGM itself. Some details have still yet to be formally confirmed, but in general, the business talk, which is now along and is usually very funny, is presented by Martin and James around 1 p.m. Um, and that's going to be on both days. Uh, do double check that, though, just in case they change it at the last minute. Uh, and then there's a load of tastings. Uh, one thing I've seen, actually, is a few people online saying, you know, what exactly is involved with these tasting sessions. Um, Bruce, how would you describe them? Well, after the last one, disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> and the, only, the only reason I say that was because I, I felt last year's one was got far too big. Um, prior to that, I thought they were good. I thought if they've got a smaller size, they were absolutely fantastic. I, I really enjoyed the... The, the size of crowd, I thought. I just thought last year was, I'm being honest here, was was too big, um, and there was a lot of heckling, from what I remember. Yeah, I mean, um, I should probably explain the format is really you, you queue up for a bit, you head in, um, you get usually get a sample of beer on the couple, way in, a couple of drinks, yep. Yeah, and then the brewer or whoever's or brewers or whoever's doing the talk will run you through everything. Then usually midway through, you get a second beer. Um, so you know it's worth it's certainly worth the money to go to these things. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just hope uh, I just hope they've learnt from last year. Yeah, and but I mean, towards later in the day, you know, people are boozy; they're not paying that much attention. I have noticed that they are running the sessions into the uh, not right into the evening this year. They're starting earlier and ending earlier, so um, that's pretty Good. cool. So yeah, do do check the tasting sessions list out anyway because there's loads there. Uh, Andrew, anything you want to say about tasting sessions? Only that Cam said he's. Uh, 
taken all the feedback on board from previous years. It's the first Good. full year he's had to implement changes and that things should be better for this year. So nice. with that in mind, I've booked for two of them. So I'll report back on how those go. Yeah, cool. Uh, we've not got the full band timings yet. They usually don't post that till the day before. And I know that'll just be because they're trying to get all the logistics sorted with the bands. So, yeah. Anything else we want to say about events and timings, gentlemen, before nah. our next bit of audio? Nope, just be relaxed about everything. It's have fun. It's not about rushing from tasting to tasting. And if you don't get to try all the beers, it's still only beer. Yeah. Right, um, the swear machine is ready. Let's go off to flagship um, Aberdeen's first bar, the first Brewdog bar, should I say. And uh, yeah, I managed to finally get Squiddy to speak on a mic who's never done it before for us. So so here we go. Here's Squiddy at flagship. Uh, you're not supposed to insult your audience, but if you don't know what flagship is by now, then you're a bit of an idiot. Uh, I'm here with Squiddy. Finally got him to come on a microphone and talk to us. There is some tap takeovers to tell you about, but first of all, Squiddy, how's your AGM week looking and how are you feeling about it all? It's looking amazing. Um... It's my favorite time of the year. It's like Christmas comes to Brewdog for us. Like it doesn't get better than the AGM week. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of long hours. A lot of very little sleep, but it pays off in the end. Like everybody's super stoked and we love it. Like there's nothing like climbing on that bar and running around like an idiot and having everybody scream and join in and drink beer. Like it's what we live for. So yeah, um, got four tap takeovers this year. We're doing Thursday to Sunday rather than the usual Wednesday to Saturday. Just thought we'd make the most of the extra day and uh, keep kind of chill on the Wednesday. So going into Thursday, um, essentially we've ended up teaming up with an old, an old staff member, um, Lee, that used to work here, who now uh, kind of lives in Copenhagen. So he's put us in contact with some pretty, pretty sweet breweries over there. So we're, we're going, we're going Danish for the weekend, uh, except for the Sunday. So Thursday we've got Gamma. They're the new boys coming out of Copenhagen, and they're absolutely killing it. Um, so all those sweet, sweet Vermont style IPAs we got last year, super fresh from Bearded Iris. We're getting just as fresh, but we're bringing them over from Copenhagen. I uh, got a cheeky sour thrown in there and a, a nice imperial stout as well. I know the Danes know what they're doing when it comes to that, but uh, going going very very Vermont heavy on the Thursday night. So nice, soft and juicy to kind of ease everybody in. Friday we're picking up with our old friends Mickler and doing a big tack takeover from them. And that's kind of bar wide, so every Brewdog bar in the country is going to have Mickler on that night um, to join in with the AGM festivities. Um, but they're all absolutely killer beers. There's no weak ones. There's, there's some old favourites coming back. Uh, cheeky keg of thousand IBU that nobody's going to complain about. It's nice spontan in there. Some beer geeks, like kind of all the stuff you expect, but nothing kind of nothing to disappoint. Um, and then Saturday we roll in with Ale Farm. Um, so a lot of people keep thinking it's Hill Farmstead all over again, but it's not. It's Ale Farm. So they're another amazing Copenhagen brewery. Uh, we've been trying to get hold of them for a while. Um, I had a lot of their beers a few years ago, and they're they're just killer with them. Uh, it's kind of gone a bit bigger and better than we thought it was going to be. So we thought we were getting six kegs from them. They weren't able to hold up to that promise. So now we have like double the amount in less volume. So it means rather than getting like six 30 liters, we're like kind of getting, I think it's like 10 or 11, 20 liters. So it means halfway through the shift, we'll be able to change the kegs and keep it fresh for people that are kind of hanging about all day on the Saturday waiting for something exciting to happen on the Sunday. So that's going to be ace. And then uh, a classic, we got platform from the States on uh, on Sunday. So that's just tying it off we didn't want to didn't want to go too too scandal heavy all weekend we thought we'd change up a little bit um as well as that we've got all the usuals like everybody who knows me and knows this bar and has been to the AGM before knows I'm a beer hoarder and there's always some treats downstairs for everybody so uh, 
I have to say, for me, there's no question where I always come to on a Friday night. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, for those who haven't been up to Aberdeen before, you probably do need to be aware that Flagship, it's not the smallest bar. But, uh, yeah, if you want to come in and get your stamp, then you need to plan around it because it can get really packed in here. But for a damn good reason. And that's because the beers in here are amazing. Absolutely amazing. I uh, should just also mention the food options, Squiddy. It's always worth pointing out to people. Your pizza based now in here. That, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, we managed to squeeze a pizza oven in here. God knows how the guys did it when they refurbed it, but they did it. And uh, don't want to push my luck. I definitely think they're the best pizzas in Brewdog. Yeah. I learned from Fallenstein, he taught me, and he definitely had the best at the time, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. But, yeah, um, so we've got the pizzas, we've got the cheese and meatboards, um, the, the superfood salad. I don't think anybody's going to be eating salad over the AGM weekend, though. Uh, you, want, you want pizza to soak up all that beer. Yeah. Squiddy, that's it. I'll let you get back to getting ready, mate. Thank you very much for your time. All right, cheers. Thanks, man. And thank you again, Squiddy. You're nice one, gent. Squiddy. Uh, he, gets, uh, he gets mentioned a couple of times in the next bit of audio as well. But before we get there, Bruce. Food options. We've mentioned it already. Let's talk food, my yes. favourite subject. Oh, can't wait this year. 20. There are 20 different companies um, have got trucks or stands this year. How much? A highlights. Yes, tw- 20 of them. We'll very quickly run through them. Baboo Kitchen, which is a Bombay street kitchen. Barnacles and Bones. The Buffalo Truck. Chunks Ice Cream. The Crema Caravan. Face Plant Foods. For your face. Flaming Pizza Guys. A Shrimp Wreck. Mighty Mexican. Melt. Meat Stack. The Harajuku Kitchen. Oh. Apologies. Joe and Seth's. Gourmet Popcorn uh, Chef. Seth. 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 S-E-P-H. All food, right, okay. Food, sorry. food Story. Nom Nom. <laughs> nom Nom. See if it was Nom Nom. That's an instant delete. We've got Poke. Now, I don't know what Poke are. I'm, I'm hoping it's just chips. is Hawaiian... What is it? Um, sort of Hawaiian salad-y things. Show, it's quite, it's very show, fashionable in London. It's a bit crap. Shawarma-rama. Shawarma-rama? Um, so on fire, a square root London, and my favourite um, logo is Smoke and Soul, which is wood-fired soul food. Which I will oh. definitely be paying a visit for that one. So yes, there are twenty different um, food options to choose from. I think plenty for everybody to at least have be something something for everybody there. Um, meat stack, oh, <laughs> really? Meat yeah. stack were at Beatnik last year, definitely, and it was just yeah, absolutely the best burger I've ever had. Um, yeah, and my top tip for you um, is the queues are usually pretty mental straight after the business talk. If you nip out halfway through the business talk and grab your food, you'll probably have no queue at all. That's right. Yeah, it's fine. So a, a good selection there. And I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to try something different this year. You kind of find yourself kind of being drawn to the same kind of burgers or you know kind of wraps and stuff. But I think I'm, I'm going to maybe try the shrimp wreck. Just something a little bit different. Yeah, or barnacles and bones, which is you know looks like. Crabs and fishy don't, stuff. Don't with go into crabs, crabs again. Crabs no, again. You've <laughs> obsessed with crabs. Have you got something you want to tell us? No, not not, not this year. <sighs> anyway, let's uh, let's get off to the uh, Castlegate bar. There's loads going on at Castlegate, as you might imagine, with it being the biggest bar. So yeah, here's Ryan. Uh, he's got a full rundown for us. Uh, let's just do that. Some might say this is the most important conversation that I'm going to be having over the course of today. Uh, But I'm now here in Castlegate uh, with Ryan and by far the biggest list and most exciting list of everything going on over the weekend. Ryan, how are you doing? How's your AGM week going so far? 
Um, day one um, of AGM week, and I'm pretty tired already, um, <laughs> which doesn't bode well for the rest of it. But no, we're all really, really excited. Um, just getting the final touches put to it now, sourcing a couple of local taps to go on over the weekend for everyone coming from further afield and see what this amazing city has to, to offer in terms of craft beer. Um, so yeah, should be good, should be good. Let's get kicked off, Ryan. What can people expect in the coming days from the wonderful Castlegate Bar? So we've got tap showcases right the way through from Thursday through to Sunday. Um, we are kicking off with uh, Pipeworks versus Loca Poly. Um, so Pipeworks hailing from Chicago and Loca Poly are from Wales. Um, Loca Poly in particular, really excited about these guys doing some really, like, really super like dank, juicy IPAs, some really nice pails. Um, we've got um, some really nice double IPAs from Pipeworks. Um, six beers in total, three from each brewery. So really good way to start off the week. Um, Friday, um, we are showcasing seven amazing McKellar beers. Um, McKellar speak for themselves in terms of beer quality. Um, everyone's, yeah, I, I'm yet to have a really bad beer by them, um, to be honest. Um, one I'm particularly excited about is the uh, Bean Geek Chocolate Porter. Got some really good reviews online. Um, the showcase in in all, we're kind of holding that one back in terms of what beers we're going to have on. Um, just try and get the hype going a wee bit. Okay, so on Friday, um, also at 3.30, we have the Big Brewdog Quiz, which is hosted by myself. Um, we had really good numbers at last year's quiz, and it was great fun. Everyone getting involved with the uh, a couple of rounds on Brewdog, and then a bit of general knowledge, maybe some music or news to keep everyone a little bit... I don't know, you're not, you're not basically going to have to be a massive Brewdog fan to enjoy the quiz in general. Um, but it certainly helps. Uh, <laughs> so we've got a hundred pound worth of brew bucks to be given away. Um, we're going to have a nice beer pack, including some uh, Paradox beers, um, some uh, dog beers, um, and some really cool old school looking brew dog glasses as well. From uh, probably came from uh, from flagship, to be honest. I might have uh, got them from Squiddy's Dungeon. <laughs> It's Quiddy's Dungeon. And also, I like, I like how we're trying to record this and get distracted by a huge dog that's just come to say hello. That is one cute dog. Anyway, sorry, Sarah. I distracted you from Squiddy's Dungeon. Yeah, we probably don't want to hear any more about Squiddy's Dungeon, do we? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, moving on from that, we're going to have some really cool um, beers in the fridges as well. Um, one beer in particular that um, might have had a cease and desist order placed on it recently. Um, so we, we, we might have had um, a wee case of that hidden away. Um, so that's going to be uh, probably gone about five minutes after it hits the shelves. Yeah. Um, from 10 until 2, we're going to be doing at night, we're going to be doing late night food. So when the kitchen closes, we're just going to keep it open. Do some more late night food, a nice little um, additional menu kicking off there. That's going to be Friday and Saturday and Sunday as well, actually. Yeah, we should mention, actually, I don't think the license had changed uh, for the AGM time last year. But, uh, yeah, Castlegate's now open till 3, and that's, that's kind of a big deal, isn't it? It's massive. It's massive. I mean, last year we were able to keep downstairs open. It was um, operating off a, a separate license. Um, however, our license has changed, and the upstairs bar will be open for, for the entire time, which is great news for everybody. So just to clarify, you open from 10 in the morning till 3 in the morning? Yeah, that's correct. We're going to be open until 3 in the morning from 10 in the morning. So, I mean... 
is it really worth closing at all now? I mean, you was always saving open right through. <gasps> 24 hour drinking. It's going to be like the airport bar. Anyway, sorry, I've distracted you. You carry on with your list. I do apologize. Now we've got some, uh, we've got some hammocks downstairs for the staff, so we don't have to leave. So, um, we're also going to have uh, Sandy Ince DJing downstairs from 11 until three in the morning. Going to be popping out some banging rock music, some really good punk tunes. So that'll be great fun. Yeah, so on the Saturday, we are actually going to be opening from 9. Um, so we can't serve booze until 10, but we've got you covered in terms of bacon, sausage and egg rolls with a coffee. So we're going to do a special deal on that before everyone disappears on the beach walk. Um, and then you can maybe pick up a few beers from our fridges, our guest fridges to take with you as well and not drink them in public because that is against the rules. Um, or, you know, you could you could be a rule breaker. It is AGM after all. Um, Saturday, um, again, we're going to have the late night food. We're going to have Sandy DJing again at night time. Uh, we're going to have the wonderful Bearded Iris in the house. So we had Bearded Iris last year and it went down a treat. Um, and we actually had them in recently as well. And the beers just flew, flew out the doors. So it makes sense to get them back in again, making some incredible beers at the moment. Um, also, in terms of Brewdog launches, you're going to have Zombie Cake. Dog H and my second favourite squid, Barrel Squid Assassin's going to be back on tra- tap as well. I'm guessing your first one's got to be Squiddy? Of course it is. Of course it is. Goes without saying. <laughs> and then Sunday, we again are going to be open nice and early for you guys for bacon rolls, sausage egg, and all that jazz. Um, we are going to have Camper Van and Vault City meet the brewer. Um, so Camper Van and Vault City, both hailing from Edinburgh. Um, we're going to have six beers in total. Uh, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Campervan because uh, at our little beer festival that we had in our local pub, we had Campervan, one of the Campervan sours on, and it was amazing and real surprise. So, uh, yeah, Campervan are really cool. Yeah, really looking forward to having them in the house. Um, and then in terms of Brewdog beers, we have the return of Born to Die and the brand new 30-day IPA. So really, really nice, fresh tasting, or best enjoyed fresh IPA. Have you had a chance to try it yet? I have not. I have not. But I've heard good things. I've heard real, real good things. And then rounding out the weekend, what time are you actually open till on Sunday? On Sunday, we are going to be closing at 2 a.m. Um, so again, it's a, a, nice wee, a nice wee way to, uh, to finish off the weekend. Um, yeah, just so much going on. There's a lot to get through. I've probably missed something. Uh, there's maybe going to be more things happening over the course of the week as we, as we get on board with it. Um, so again, some really nice local taps in, some stuff from Fierce, our good friends at Fierce. Uh, the Fit Likey Pilsner, um, amazing charity beer that was again brewed by, with Fierce, um, supporting mental health um, charities, um, which is something that in this industry we can definitely all get behind. I think it's a really, really um, important charity. Um, so delighted, obviously, to have that beer on tap as well. Ryan, I know this is one of your only days off that you're going to get before this epic stint of shifts, so I better um, let you go and get on with that. Um, if you are in Aberdeen and don't come to Castlegate Bar, you're doing it wrong, absolutely. Uh, Ryan, any closing words to say to all the thousands of people that are going to be descending on you this weekend? Um, I think just enjoy it. Um, it's genuinely one of the best best weeks, best weekends in, in the industry. Um it's going to be absolutely amazing. There's going to be so many great 
beers across all the bars in the city and I'm not just speaking about Brewdog bars here. Um, obviously we want you to come here but we want you to enjoy your time in Aberdeen. Um, some really, really sick showcases going on. Um, and yeah, just, just enjoy it. It's, it's honestly, it's just the best time. Ryan, thanks for your time, buddy. No worries, thank you. Brilliant, and thanks again, Ryan. Uh, he's he's such a gent. If you're in anywhere near Castlegate and you see Ryan, you should know him because he models a lot of the clothes for Brewdog. Um, so, yeah, he, he's a lovely guy. Please do say hello. He, he, that'll help because he doesn't get much sleep, bless him. <laughs> right, uh, let's talk quickly about travel to and from the AGM. I think probably the first thing we should talk about is the beach walk. Um, Andrew, go for it. Definitely. So this was a tradition that's now in its third year. Two years ago, it was a quiet but fun event for those that went. Um, Last year was pretty sizable. The premise is really simple. You walk from Aberdeen to the Aberdeen Exhibition Centre. This year, they want to make it even bigger and better. There's no they about it. It's a couple of EFPs who are coordinating. Um, In short, you assemble outside the Castle Gate Bar at the, is it a statue or a fountain there? Yeah, the Castle Gate's quite an open space, so yeah. you, you won't miss it gathering. Yeah, no, so in wouldn't. the big square. Uh, get there about 9.45 on the Saturday morning, and I would guess 10.45 on the Sunday. And it takes up around an hour to walk up, so you'd get to the AECC just in time for doors opening. It's a leisurely walk along the promenade, um, and then up just the last wee bit of road. So get there about 9.45 for some photographs, and then, you know, it's a big group of people. It's not going to be military marching pace, so it'll be quite leisurely. Tons of photos, a chance to meet plenty of people. So if you're a solo traveller, I'd highly recommend it. And it'll be your last opportunity, because unfortunately, the Aberdeen Exhibition Centre will probably be a hole in the ground this time next year, as we all move out to Tekka near the airport. Yes, which I don't think many people will walk from city no, centre. No, it's not really walkable, is it? <laughs> no, let's no, it's do, definitely not. Let's Google map that and just know where you're chatting away. Go for it. <clears throat> First choice for me to get to the exhibition centre is the bus. Uh, if you are on Union Street in Aberdeen, which is the main street that runs down the centre of Aberdeen, uh, you'll see that there's loads of buses ahead that way, and it's very well known how to get to the exhibition centre. So just, so just ask someone. It's by far the easiest all the buses now take card too. It used to be that first buses were cash only. So that's really handy because uh, it used to be cash only and they didn't give change, which caught a lot of people out. Speaking of first bus, they're putting on their gig and go buses. Uh, so this is for getting back in the evening. They will be outside the west entrance to the exhibition centre. And that's a great option for getting home. About every 20 minutes, the buses of an evening, they cost three quid flat rate, and they just literally pick you up from the exhibition centre and drop you back on Union Street. So that's really handy. Uh, If they are full or one isn't due for a while, it's worth walking about five minutes into Aberdeen and then attempting to get on a regular bus there. There's actually a lot more buses go from about five minutes towards the city centre walking than there are from outside the exhibition centre. I don't know if I'm making sense there, but just walk Walk. for five minutes. You'll get a bus. You probably won't even have to queue. That's my top tip. Basically, walk walk down to the next roundabout, just past there, and there's buses that come down from Bristol. Walk past the McDonald's, and then you'll have a much better chance of getting a bus. I did hear that last year, um, well, I should mention taxis, um, they usually involve, to get to the exhibition centre, taxis are a perfectly fine option. They're expensive in Aberdeen. Um, they really are compared to other places. 
Uh, but that's fine. But getting back, my advice is don't even try. Uh, I heard that things got a little bit interesting in the taxi queue last year because uh, there really was such a long wait and a lot of very boozy people. Um, and because they don't, they don't really have a rank up there. There's just whoever's been dropped off. So yeah, I would just say, for me, getting the taxi home of an evening, that's just not an option. Unfortunately, there is no Uber or Lyft or anything in Aberdeen at the moment. So yeah. Mm. Uh, final option, of course, is that uh, you could just walk back into town if you're not too boozy. It's a very, very straightforward walk. You literally leave the exhibition centre, turn left, keep walking, and about an hour later you'll find yourself at the Castle Gate, and it will sober you up nicely, ready for your evening beers. So that's an option. Uh, and I think the final thing I just wanted to mention is that Brewdog are running a shuttle bus. You'll see some information about this floating round. They're running this on both the Saturday and Sunday, but is not going to the exhibition centre. The shuttle bus is only between the Castle Gate and the brewery, or Dog Tap Overworks, and not the exhibition centre. So don't get confused by that. There we go. Uh, anything else you want to add, gents, on the uh, on that front? No. No, no I just uh, I'll be there's a uh, I'll be in the hotel at the exhibition centre because I learned that one the hard way last time. So. <laughs> uh, but that doesn't help anyone because it's now full. I just, Brilliant. I just did a check actually. The the walk from Castlegate to the new exhibition centre next year is a yep. two hour walk. Yeah, a bit far for this. Yeah, bit, bit six miles. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Right, uh, let's get our last bit of audio. Head off to a chat with Craig at Union Square. Right, my final stop today. Uh, it's very appropriate because this is for a lot of people either their first or final stop. It's Brewdog Union Square. I'm sat here with Craig. Craig, how are you, buddy? Great, Rob. Excitement is starting to build. Awesome. Um, the yeah, this is uh, Union Square. Very important for people like me who are going to wait to get a bus or anything like that. So we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, just something out of the corner of my eye, I've noticed, Craig. One thing that you don't really get about AGM week is when you're speaking to all the bar managers, there's all these wonderful tap lists and everything. It's only when you start to see the scale of the beer deliveries and the hours that the staff are having to put in that you kind of get your head around how it is. So, yeah, this is your first one as well. Any thoughts on what's going to happen with you over the weekend? Are you going to get any sleep at all? Uh, not planning on much sleep. Uh, a lot of hard work, a lot of fun, a lot of excitement. A lot of banter, hopefully meeting a lot of uh, equity punks who's first time in our bar. So that's as far as I'm going to go so far, I think. But yeah, not not planning much sleep. I might just keep, we've got a bleacher station in the bar. So I think maybe a sleeping bag on top of there might be in order Friday and Saturday night. Uh, before we get on to the beers and telling us about what you've got on, um, we should point out there's going to be a lot of people wanting to come to your bar to get a stamp. So, um, yeah, what's the story? Do they need to book a table? Is it just a walk-in? Just how, how does it all work on that front? Uh, yeah, anyone don't need to book a table at all. We do have a lot of bookings for Friday night, Saturday morning, and Sunday morning. But by no means do you need to book. Like I said, there is a, there's going to be some, at least half the bar will be kept for just walk-in tables. We do have, uh, you can stand at the bar, we've got a couch at the front, we've got a big bleacher section. So, you know, the more the merrier. If everyone wants to pile in and get their stamps, they'll be more than welcome. Brilliant. Right, so let's talk about it then. Tap takeovers, all the events. Craig, over to you. Fill us in on the weekend. Yeah, it's looking really exciting. Well, we're going to be making an early start. So for on Wednesday, I know that some people have already contacted me saying they're going to be in town from Wednesday. So we do the Wings Wednesday, obviously, but it's going to be a special Wings Wednesday. I've got a couple of Hill Farmstead kegs I've been saving for this week. 
So I had them for the last couple of months and saved them for a special occasion. This is certainly a special occasion. So we have Anna and Florence are both going to be getting untapped on Wednesday evening. So if you're around Wednesday evening, I'm sure there'll still be some left on Thursday as well. So the Hill Farm, those two Hill Farm kegs will be unleashed. Thursday, as I've got used to these guys since I've joined Brewdog, they're probably just about my favourite brewer in the UK. It's Cloudwater are doing a tap takeover on Thursday evening. I just I juicy, fruity, tropical IPAs, pale ales, just right up my alley. I can't wait for that. Um, Friday, we've got the Mickler Tap Takeover, same as all the other bars, but obviously it'll be different beers. So if you get the full range, you'll probably have to make you visit all of us. What a hardship. <laughs> it's a hard life, eh? <laughs> uh, Saturday, we've got the Northumberland boys, uh, Wylam, Wylam Tap Takeover, along with um, the AGM beers as well. So, um, and I know we're pushing for the AGM beers to be on tap here from opening, from 11 or 12 o'clock. And Sunday, I know this is when you're looking forward to Rob, the dessert beers. Oh yeah. We have got some amazing dessert beers. The full lineups available on social media. And once to check out our Instagram and our Facebook, you'll be able to see the full tap list there. We've got some banging dessert beers to round off the weekend. And I believe at the moment, the other half of the AGM beers will be going out on Sunday from open as well. So it's just a small taster of what's going to be going on, but just going to have some amazing, exciting beers for you guys to try. Uh, Craig, just before we started recording, you were telling me that uh, the opening hours are changing in everybody's favour, so uh, run through the new opening hours for me, please. Yeah, so we're all going to be working a bit longer to um, try and satisfy you guys, hopefully. So Friday, the bar normally shirts at 12. If there are any late arrivals on Friday night, the bar will be open till 1, and we'll be serving food till midnight. So the kitchen will be open till midnight on Friday night. Anyone with a late train in or a late bus in, pop up and see us, get your stamp, we'll sort you out with some food. Uh, Saturday, Saturday morning, we normally open at 9. We will now be opening 8am if anyone's wanting to come in and get an early breakfast. And we've got a lot of bookings at 9 o'clock. <clears throat> so if any of you have got a booking at 9 o'clock and you want to come in earlier, feel free to do so. It'll certainly just help keep everything rolling smoother. And then the same closing hours on Saturday night. So the, we will serve food. The kitchen will be open till 12 and the bar will be open till 1 o'clock on Saturday night. And then sun, Sunday morning, we normally open at 9 on a Sunday morning. Again, it'll be like Saturday. We'll be open from 8 a.m. on Sunday morning. And our fridge is going to be absolutely stocked. So anyone needing a fill for the train, growler fill, train beers... One member of staff will be on fridge duty alone, we've already decided. So they'll be running back and forward, stocking up the fridges, helping you guys get packed up. And then finally, for the final Monday, anyone there on the Sunday, or anyone who's, done, who's been brave enough to do both days, so we'll be open from breakfast from 9am on a Monday morning instead of 10am. should probably remind everyone that Union Square has got the full menu on and are really, really on the case with the food. So this is definitely where I'll be coming if you're wanting to grab a meal. Um, Great news to hear about the extended opening hours there, Craig, as well. Uh, I guess uh, you're not going to get up to the AGM yourself. You're going to be here all weekend. Yeah, I'm going to be here all weekend, mate. And like you say, we'll be doing a a shared load of food. I think our food... Uh, as a percentage of our sales is, is the biggest in the whole in the whole of the company. So, like Rob says, we're absolutely the food offering is spot on here. So that will help. And as I said, some amazing beers to wash it down. But no, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it uh, make it out to the AGM. I've heard it's amazing, but I will be fully camped out in here all weekend, just making things go smoothly and saying hello to as many of you guys as possible. 
Well, mate, don't worry. If you don't get into the AGM for any particular reason, you can still have a good weekend, as I've found out in the past. <laughs> Craig, thank you so much for your time, buddy. No Cheers, Robert. Thank you very much, mate. Awesome. And uh, there we go. That was our final ones. Thanks to all the bar managers yep. for taking the time to do all that. Um, Andrew. And thanks, Rob, for going out and getting the audio as well. Yeah, no problem. I didn't uh, I didn't catch Six Degrees. Uh, they didn't reply to my requests. And um, I was in Draft House, but we had the whole episode on Draft House uh, just last week. So I really didn't feel like there's much more to say. Um, just one thing I did want to say on that is they have confirmed that 50% of the tables will not be reserved. So uh, if you do want to pop in, check what it's about, see if you can get some food. It's great. Don't forget your EFP discount. Apparently a lot of people still not aware that you get a decent discount if you go to the Hop and Anchor. I do. Oh, I'll pay that a visit this weekend when I'm up. Finally for today, uh, I asked online and in our group chat... Uh, any advice for going to your first AGM? I think before we come to you guys, I will just read out a few that we've got. Yep. Uh, Ryan, uh, the Ryan that we interviewed just a few minutes ago, he put, don't get too excited, pace yourself, maybe don't start drinking until after the business chat. Um, that's, that's one option. Uh, Sean uh, McShane, <laughs> Sean McShane, he put, don't take a rucksack. So that seems to be a common theme when he replies here. Uh who else have we got? Alan Mockery. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Pace yourself. Don't have an Imperial Stout to start the day when then expect the day to go well. Sorry, okay. Bruce. Noted. I mean, I was going to have an Imperial Stout, so I oh well. Uh, you're never going to get to have everything you want, so just take your time around the bars and choose wise. Yep. Uh, Jbless74. Uh, took a, take a wee bit of time to have a look around and get familiar with the layout of where everything is. Totally agree with that. It's very easy to get rooted into one spot and not actually see a lot of the cool stuff that's going on. Agreed. Yep. Uh, Mark Ramsey on Facebook. Don't take a backpack. Oh, that's another backpack. <laughs> uh, Peter Brown, <laughs> our very own Peter Brown. He's put his advice uh, for the AGM. Oh, is here we go. Hocus Pocus, Dog H. Barrel Age, Ablino, Squid Discussing, Barrel Age, Clown King, Barrel Age, Radio Zombie Foding, Paradox Eyelid, Anarchist Animals, all the guests. Oh, and try to occasionally eat if you can. And no swear words. No, he didn't swear once, sir. Wow. He's it's a changed, amazing. He's a changed man. Uh, James Healer said, leave when Maximo Park are playing. Hey, <laughs> I used to love Maximo Park when I was a student. I can't wait. Uh, Martin Deves, paced yourself. And then Paddy Tomlinson said, pace yourself, what he said. Uh, and finally, um, where have we got here? Kev. Kev Mitchell, off from Border Digital, did that Ace video for us recently. Uh, know the schedule, or at least your interest in the schedule. It's easy to look up and suddenly find it's 7pm. Totally agree with that, Kev. Uh, I'm amazed how fast time goes at the AGM sometimes. Where were you at uh, 7 o'clock last year? I was in the world-famous Newton Arms, of course. <laughs> Kick back and enjoy, says Matt, Matt the banker. Speak to people, have fun. James, let uh, pace yourself, drink plenty of water, plenty of food, get there early if you want to see the business bit. And finally, Chris, it's the people is probably more important than the beer on the AGM day. Uh, have fun, grab some ace beer and food along the way, but just relax, take your time, enjoy yourself. It's the common theme, isn't it, gents? It's, it's anyone who's not been to the AGM, the number one bit of advice just seems to be don't take your rucksack and pace yourself. Yeah, Don't I think, rush, enjoy it. And that's absolutely fair. I think it goes for the whole weekend as well. Um, 
I learned to my cost when I mm-hmm. was last at the AGM. And also at Beatnik, that if you go too big on the Friday, it's so easy to get excited when you're in craft beer Legoland, sort of Disneyland sort of style place when you're in the city centre and you don't realise how much you've had. Take it easy on the Friday or the Saturday if you're going to the Sunday session and you'll enjoy the weekend that bit more. Yep. And it's only beer. If you don't get to try the massively hyped rare beer you wanted to try, it's not the end of the world because there's still plenty more beer to try. And on tap check-ins, nobody knows you actually drank it if you care that much. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Bruce, I think uh, I think it's time for one of your rubbish jokes because you know I'm sure that's why people tune in and listen to this. I'm sure it is. I mean, I don't. You get forced to listen to it. Listen, I, I, I was I was speaking to my wife earlier on, and I asked her if if I was the only one she'd been with, and she said yes. All the others would be nines and tens. This this segment is getting worse. Can we just like You're the, well, whose responsibility is it? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna change I'm changing it next time. Right, let's end up with telling people where they can find us both online and and at the AGM if they want to say hi. At the AGM, you will find me next to whichever bar has Hocus Pocus. Otherwise, find me on the BrewDog forum as Andrew. And occasionally, I'll be posting on the BrewDog News Instagram. Some very, very dubious content. Very good. Bruce? I'll be probably at the back section... I was going to say near the meal, the men's toilets, but that sounds totally wrong. But no, uh, that's where we always hang out, isn't it? Near the men's toilets. That sounds really wrong, but yeah, it's true. Yeah, just at the back, just around with that kind of back corner, um, you'll see us. I'll probably hopefully have a, a an obvious T-shirt on. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes this week. And on the socials, on just Instagram, under Brulafu. Awesome. You will find me hovering between the overworks bar, sticking microphones in people's faces and also hanging around with the toilets, like I said there to Bruce. Uh, you can find me online. I'm at Sunscream on Twitter, the same Sunscream on the forums. You can find out about my day job by visiting robertcooper.xyz. That's it for this week. Send us a voicemail uh, to our local rate number, 01224-518-501. You can email us studio at brewdognewspodcast.com. We're on Facebook, of course, facebook.com forward slash brewdognews. Twitter is at brewdognews. Andrew's doing the Instagram that is also at brewdognews. Show notes and past episodes are always available on our website, brewdognewspodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to make sure you get the latest episodes as soon as they're available. There's links on the website. Do have a fantastic AGM, everyone. I'm so looking forward to it. I'm praying that I get in okay this time. <laughs> we'll be back to report on everything probably a couple of weeks after we'll, once the hangovers are shifted. Have fun, everyone. Bye. I am so good with myself. I'm so good with myself. He doesn't get in. <laughs> See you Bye. then. Bye-bye. Oh, it was going so well. It's going really well. Hang on, I've, I've properly banjaxed this. Give me a second. There's your outtake. <laughs>